from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Welcome to Catholic Woman Now. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris McGruder. We're glad to have you with us this morning. And we've got a great guest, a favorite. We Sam Halligan's coming back to join us today. And he's been on the show before. And we had a lot of great feedback. He's bringing he his on. youthful energy into the he studio. Yes, And some of you, he's a familiar person around here in the Des Moines area because he's a graduate of Dowling Catholic High School, I believe, 2013. And now he's doing some work at Damascus Youth Camp. So and he was just here in September speaking at St. Pius. That's right. And yeah. so he's going to speak to us today about the Father's love and discovering it in our lives. So we're excited to have Sam with us here today. So let's start with prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, Well... We've got some uh, fun things coming up real soon here. That's right. Well, we got the Women's Conference coming up on November 2nd at St. Francis Catholic Church in West Des Moines. The conference is entitled Soul of the Matter. And speakers will be Father Wade Menezes from EWTN, Sonia Corbett, and Susan Tassoni. And we're going to have them on the show throughout this month to to introduce you to them. We're not going to talk about their topic that they're going to be talking about at the conference. But we want you to get get to know them and uh, so you feel like friends when you walk into St. Francis that day with them. <laughs> and then we have the big event, December 7th. December 7th, Extraordinary News with Father John Ricardo. It's going to be exciting. It's celebrated by Oot Freedom and Iowa Catholic Radio. And God willing, The Veil Removed will be publicly premiered that night. Oh, so it's an exciting day. It is. It will be great. And all this information and to sign up is at iowacatholicradio.com. Hey, listeners, if you want to talk back to us, Enter your, you have some things you want to say, some questions, text us at our text line, 515-223-1150. And those of you men who like to secretly listen to Catholic Women Now, you're going to be interested since we're talking about fatherhood today a little bit. Before we start that, before we bring Sam in, we need to say thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting Catholic Women Now. She's an independent agent. She and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, one of the best insurances around. So you can help her or you can go to her to get help at cindyschulte.com or by calling 226-2111. Well, we want to welcome today Sam Halligan to the show. Hello, Sam. Hello there, ladies. How are you doing? Great, great. Well, I just I mentioned in our intro, Sam's a graduate of Dowling Catholic High School and also a graduate of Benedictine um, College in Atchison, Kansas. And currently you're working with the Damascus Catholic Youth Camp in Ohio. That's so, right. So welcome. So we want to talk about um, who do you say that I am, discovering the Father's love. So where do we want to start with this, Sam? Yeah, so I think one of the most uh, powerful moments of the Father's love that's found in Scripture is really uh, at the beginning of, of Mark's Gospel, Mark chapter 1, when Jesus is is drawn to John the Baptist, and he's, uh, he's brought to John the Baptist, led by the Spirit, and it's there that he's baptized uh, by John the Baptist. And as he goes into the water, he comes back up, and there's this declaration of God's love for him. 
So the father just speaks this blessing over Jesus. He says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And I think it's just this amazing, this amazing moment where Jesus, at the very beginning of his public ministry, receives this declaration of God's love for him that then is like the, the hallmark moment, if you will, of his entire ministry. That as he, he hears the father's declaration of his love and the heavens open up, he's able to go into like every facet of his public ministry without fear of, of rejection, without fear of man, because he knows his father's love for him. I think it's such a powerful moment in biblical history because you see the Trinity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. coming down upon him. And then the Holy Spirit doesn't leave him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't say in Scripture that the like the heavens ever closed up or that the Spirit left mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost kind of fun to leave to imagination that it's almost like Jesus is walking around with like the dove on his shoulder, right? Like that, <laughs> yeah. that the Holy Spirit is just like resting on him. Or that the right. heavens stay open yeah. the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of having like the perpetual rain cloud, right. you've got the right. perpetual right. open sunshine. Can you imagine if we all realized that there, that the skies were always open above us and the well, Lord was always following us, how we would act differently? Yeah. Well, it is, it is truth. I mean, the kingdom of heaven yes. is here on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. kind of kind of reminds me of that when the heavens open up yeah. and stay open. So Absolutely. And it's a... Uh, yeah, it's just beautiful, too, because it's like Jesus receives this declaration of his love and every, like, he goes right into the desert, right? And mm-hmm. the, in the desert, like, the enemy tries to to attack him, but he knows the truth. Mm-hmm. He knows, like, every time he just fires back with he, the truth. He knows who he is. Mm-hmm. It's an identity, and it's a lesson for all of us to find our identity in the Father's love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're searching, right? And I and it's interesting too because of that performance thing in the desert. You know, mm-hmm. the Satan tempts him with these performance things, like turn these stones into bread. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like doing things. Yeah. Prove yourself. Prove yeah. yourself. Prove who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He doesn't have to because right. he knows who he is. It, it's what we do ourselves when we finally find out who we are in Christ. We come to a place where there's a confidence that's very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can remember those days, especially, you know, those high school days, those junior high days where you're, you're struggling to find who you are. And I think sometimes it comes from a place of trust. You know, do I really trust who I am in the Lord? Mm-hmm. So. Um, what the one other thing I wanted to say is that this is so powerful, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment here, a little bit more about understanding who he really is and mm-hmm. what that means for us in our own personal lives. So this is Catholic Women Now, and we are visiting with Sam Halligan on the topic of discovering the Father's love for us. So stay tuned. We'll be back after this short break. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits. Or they were helped when their kids were in school. Or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great. And after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, ctoiowa.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. 
Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. Hey, what's for dinner tonight? The age-old question that seems to pop up into your head every day. Well, if you're in the mood for some fine dining and cozy atmosphere, Fire Creek Grill has hand-cut steaks cooked to perfection, along with a great selection of seafood and pasta. Now, they're under new Dowling alumni ownership, too. Meg and Sean Williams. Fire Creek Grill is located off South 50th Street in West Des Moines. To reserve your table today, online, firecreekgrill.com or 515-224-0500. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Um, we are speaking here with Sam Halligan, and we are talking about the Father's love. Who do you say that I am? And right before the break, we talked a little bit about the baptism of Jesus and the Holy Spirit coming upon him, the heavens opening up and never closing. And now we want to kind of bring into a little bit more of a different uh, perspective on this, Sam. So you have a scripture verse you want to share with us and kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's found uh, in Mark's Gospel again, and it's, it's later on around chapter uh, 7 or 8, I think, if my memory serves me right. I think it's uh, chapter 8. And the uh, it's Peter's declaration of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that famous uh, question that Jesus poses is, who do people say that I am? And, you know, you know, everyone's probably like crickets, like, I don't know, what do you say? Like, <laughs> I don't want to say know. the wrong answer. Yeah, John the Baptist, maybe? Are you like Elijah? Uh, maybe who's one of the prophets, right? And then Jesus is like, okay, so you're depending on like what people say of me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but who do you say that I am? And it's this like, again, cricket moment where it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. and Peter just like steps up to the plate and is like, you are, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then, you know, Jesus just blesses him and says, like, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood is not revealed this to you, but our Father in heaven. And I love those two questions because it's like, uh, who do people say that I am? And then who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. And I think those two questions, it's like Jesus poses them in such a way where he's like, yeah, what people say of me doesn't really matter because what people say of me is actually wrong, right? I'm not John the Baptist. I'm not Elijah. I'm not one of the prophets. I'm Jesus, right? Like I, I am the person that the father has sent. And it's like, and it's just for us, it's this reality too of, of how many times in our life do we have, uh, people telling us who we are, right? Like I, I remember back to high school. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm like I'm the athlete, right? Or I'm I'm someone who's I would label myself sometimes as like I'm the altar server, right? I do all the Catholic things, and it's like <laughs> and for our listeners, I'm so and so's mom. Yeah. I mean that was my identity for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So like defining yourself by what you do as opposed to who you are, mm-hmm. and I think for so often, like many of us Christians, many of us who believe in Jesus, it's like, yeah, I believe in Jesus, I'm a Christian, but it's like my identity is what I do, not who I am. And mm-hmm. Jesus poses this question to us, like every Christian in our Christian walk, like. But who, like, who do, like, who do I say you are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like asking that question to Jesus, to God the Father, to Mm -hmm. say, like, who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. Like, forget what other people say of me. Like, who, who am I to you? And like, God the Father wants to speak the same reality over us. Like, you are my beloved son. You're my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased. And 
Yeah. You know, it's so funny because when I'm actually, when I was driving to work this morning, I was thinking about those aborted babies mm-hmm. or those babies. That I was hearing on the radio about a, a baby who was born alive and, and then it was aborted. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, even that baby for that brief moment had a purpose. Mm-hmm. We might not quite know what that is right now. All we can do is maybe sympathize with that poor child, mm-hmm. but there's some purpose for that child's life. Mm-hmm. It mattered. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so when you know you're a child of God and that baby knew it was a mm-hmm. child of God, you know, I think, wow. And for those people who are in beds, who are kind of in prison within their own bodies, mm-hmm. what's their purpose? So there, there's a lot of things. I mean, you can start with prayer that you can do, but that's not what defines you. Mm-hmm. It's, you're a child of God, and there's some reason that you're here. You know, some of those elderly, I, I've you know heard elderly people say, I don't, I don't know why I'm still here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. He knows why you're yeah. here, and you're a child of God, and you matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes a difference in people. And that's mm-hmm. why many people, you know, don't try to push the end of their lives sooner because they know they're children of God. Mm-hmm. I think right. also, too, that... W- we can rest in that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's important I, in, in our societies, go, go, go. But yeah. to, to spiritually and tearily rest in that fact that we are loved by God mm-hmm. before, because who he is, mm-hmm. not because, like you said, the performance thing or yeah. what we have to do. And, and, and what, why, why, why is it so important that we understand this identity, mm-hmm. Sam? Yeah, because I think, it, for me at least, it's like it, it refrains from, from us trying to, to like really earn God's love, right? So... Um, I think about me as like a, a missionary, like I can define myself so many times by what I do and try to justify myself before God and be like, Oh, I do all these things for God. Right. And they're like, all good. Yes. hundred uh, yeah. percent good. Right. Like I, you know, I help lead a youth group. Like I, I pray every day I go to mass. I, I'm, I'm a missionary for goodness sakes. But as I define myself by that, I'm not defining myself by like what the father did for me. And that's like sending his son to die on the cross and like, and r- rise to new life for me. Like, that's what I should be defining myself by. And like, because it, in that place of rest, it really is like, I can live the same way Jesus did. Jesus mm-hmm. went into these situations, you know, with the Pharisees and they called him names. They challenged his truth. And he just rested in this truth of like, you know, I'm not afraid of you. Like, because I know my father and my father knows me. And like, it, it's just this reality of, of, of like a really beautiful truth that like when we know who we are, we don't have to fear other people. We don't have to try to perform to earn God's love or anything like well, that. Well, I, I, love the, I love the idea that you said earlier, Julie. It's rest. It's really a place of peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so what if you can't, what if you can't preach the word of God anymore? What if yeah. you can't help those people anymore? There's still a place of peace that you matter because you're a child of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. yeah, and I was thinking too about um, the famous uh, scene in the gospel where Jesus stands up in the temple and asks for yeah. the scroll and proclaims the words from Isaiah, and he just sits back down. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't, and he doesn't go after him, rebuke him. He just knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's resting in that identity mm-hmm. that Absolutely. he's love the Father. Well, and he's God. <laughs> well, I know, I know. He's pretty so, confident. <laughs> but you know, that love is for us. Yeah. That's the thing I think we have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. That love is for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it's so beautiful, and it's such a kind of mind blowing thing. I, I sometimes I really have to take a deep breath and just like calm myself and to get my mind around it. Sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's so powerful. But it's hard to do sometimes because I still fall into that performance sometimes. You know, and, and Julie is so good at reminding so many of us that I'm a daughter of the King. <laughs> Wear your crown. You know, yeah. so that's it's kind of her theme too. You mm-hmm. know, to, to remind people that mm-hmm. you know we're all loved by God and we all matter. And mm-hmm. We all matter. Yeah. Yes. We're not one in a million. We're one of a million. Yeah. 
and I, you know, I heard a, I heard a seminarian one time talk about how he felt God saying, "You're my favorite," and he's like, "Well, God, how can I be your favorite? There's billions of people that have lived throughout history," and he said, "Because I'm God, and you can be my favorite, and He can be my favorite, mm-hmm. and she yeah. can be my favorite." I love that yeah. idea, yeah. and I come back to that often in mm-hmm. my own heart. You know, I, I have to remind myself, I'm His favorite. Yep. You, so, matter. Yeah, you matter. You matter. Yeah. I matter. Yeah, Absolutely. So. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Sam Halligan in a minute. You're listening to Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits, or they were helped when their kids were in school, or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great, and after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, ctoiowa.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. You're listening to Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson. And we have in studio Sam Halligan. He is talking to us about being a child of God. Sam, so our earthly parents are really supposed to model, especially the dads, are really supposed to be modeling our Heavenly Father and His goodness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's like God's uh, God's good pleasure in a way to let human parents participate in, in God's fatherhood, right? That mm-hmm. that that we actually, through our earthly parents, God is revealed in a way, whether for good or for bad. And I think... Um, no, wait, wait, wait. For good or for bad? Are you saying that if, if you've got a dad who's not such a great dad is revealing part of the Heavenly Father? I mean, the, like, uh, if he's revealing him in a not-so-good way, we project that on God himself. Oh, I see what I you're saying. Yeah. Okay. How we, relate to, how we relate to God is often how we relate to our earthly parents. Right. Yeah. So, but it's not father. necessarily true that he's bad. You're oh, not no, saying that. Not, okay. at, not at all. Just yeah. the clarification. For sure. <laughs> and uh, I think even just with this question, I pulled it up on my phone, but just that the, from the Catechism of the Catholic Church in paragraph 239, it actually says um, that human parents are fallible and can can disfigure the face of fatherhood and motherhood, 
We ought, therefore, to call God transcendent among human distinction of his sexes. He is neither man nor woman. He is God. He also transcends human fatherhood and motherhood, although he is their origin and their standard. No one is father as God is father. And it's this this kind of crazy thing that God allows uh, human fathers and mothers to reveal who he is. And I think about just like the the specificity of fatherhood Mm -hmm. that, you know, if your father was like, an abusive dad or if he was far off and distant that he didn't speak words of affirmation to you or he wasn't close or whatever like if he falls in that category of of really not like being like a good dad like when we think of of hearing god as father we can look to god as father as like oh well my dad was like an abusive dad or my dad mm-hmm. was a far off and distant person so it disconnects you from the father yeah yeah and which is such like when we look at jesus's mission that was like the the core attribute of his mission was like knowing his father's delight for him and it's like we have like as christians if we don't know our father's delight like if you don't if someone doesn't know their father what do you call him you like it's like you're an orphan right yeah. and so it's this kind it's of an this, orphan spirit yeah you know. it's this reality of like if we don't know who we are we're really walking around as orphans and and so we don't want to be orphans like the father doesn't want us to be orphans but he wants to replace he really wants to speak a word of of like encouragement and life over us if we've had that experience of like I, like my dad was a terrible dad or something like that. Like, thankfully, like I had an amazing dad. Mm-hmm. And like I, for me personally, it's like to know my dad, like sure. He's not perfect. Like as in the catechism, it says that like all, all humans are, are fallible. Right. And right. so they trans- disfigure the, the face of God a little bit. But for me, like to think about calling God, not just like, God, I pray to you or God, like, please help this person. But to be able to look at God and say like, father, God, or like, Jesus, when he prayed to God the Father, he said, like, Abba. like Abba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Hebrew word, Abba, it means, like, Dad. Like, it means Daddy. Yeah. Like, He's got a right. close it, relationship yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. And to think mm-hmm. about how even, like, awkward that feels in, like, our American culture to say, like, Daddy God or, like, mm-hmm. Dad. Like, mm-hmm. But real, like, recently for me, the past few months, God's been really doing this in my life of, like, when I address him in prayer, like, call him Dad. And I'm just, like... Dad, like, Dad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need you. I need you, Dad. I've been doing that, too. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of, kind of some things I learned from the Encounter Conference yeah. I was at this summer. But they were saying, Dad, and, and, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that mm-hmm. is so, that's kind of cool. And it's uh-huh. kind of healing. It was yeah. healing for me, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. As a child, you know, I had a great dad, too. He was reliable. He was definitely a protector. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was that provider. You know, all those things that you want your dad to be. I really was incredibly blessed with an incredible yeah. dad. And so when I was little... The, the part of the Trinity that I related to was God the mm-hmm. Father. He was my first, you know, he was the first place I went to, yeah. and it was because I had a good dad. Mm-hmm. Um, again, reliable, protector, provider, yep. you know, incredibly loving. Now, he also did punish me when I was bad. And it, before he would punish me, though, he would say, I want you to know I'm not doing this because I don't like you. I'm doing it because I love you yeah. because I want you to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He wanted me to get to heaven. Yeah. You know, he, he was working with the father there. And mm-hmm. I just think that what a good example of the way the father even at times punishes us because he wants us to come back to him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's what fatherhood, a good father looks like in my, yeah. in, in my estimation. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And it's like, I think for us, as Christians, it's so important that we have that perspective of God the Father, right? Because I think a lot of a lot of Christians, a lot of believers, like look at God and what they think of more often than not is they think almost kind of like courtroom, right? They mm-hmm. think of like almost oh, like yeah. judge. judge, and it's like, but God doesn't want us to think of the courtroom. Like right? He wants to think of it as like family room. Like He doesn't want us to think judge. He wants us to think of his Father because mm-hmm. it's just almost this this uh, this weird like paradox that like a father 
has infinitely more mercy on a son than a judge ever does on a defendant. Mm-hmm. But like a father expects more from a son mm-hmm. than a judge ever does from a right, defendant. Right. And, it's and like a, a place father's strong and wise. Mm-hmm. You can imagine it, mm-hmm. you know, sitting on his lap where he's, he's, you know, giving you some discipline because he's strong, because he's wise, because he's in charge, yeah. because he loves you, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. doing it because he loves you. So truly. Well, this is really good, and I hope this has helped a lot of people, especially those who have had those broken relationships Mm -hmm. with their father, and to know that there is hope here. And there is a psalm, and I wish I knew the number. Um, (laughs) i got to work on that. But it does say, you know, um, to the effect that you may not have a a mother or a father like uh, you'd like, but I'm your God, your father. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that Mm -hmm. psalm, but I just came across that this Mm -hmm. summer. Yeah. Those are God's words to me, so it was really Mm, beautiful beautiful. for me to hear. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Sam, for being with us today. We really appreciate it. When you're back, we always like it when you come back to us in Des Moines. So God bless you. Have a great day. You're listening to Catholic Women Now, and we're grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who have suffered an injury. 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535. Chris, would you like to lead us in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you for the good examples of fatherhood and motherhood that you put in our lives. We pray for those people who have um, not been as blessed, Lord God, that they might come to know you despite that, Lord, that they might feel your love, that they might feel your protection, that they might feel that you are reliable, Lord, because you are. We love you, Father, and we praise you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Catholic Women Now, broadcasting from the Mercy One studio. And please consider supporting our mission here to teach, evangelize the Catholic faith by considering a $30 a month donation. You can do that online at iowacatholicradio.com. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is prayed daily at 5.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 9.30 p.m. and is up next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.